0: Good morning, this is Bryce Sutton with Summit Global Investments. Uh, Today is Friday, March 27th, and again here with Dave Hardin, CEO and CIO of Summit Global Investments. You know, Dave, over the last uh, few days, we've seen a lot of upside uh, in the markets, um, really historic type um, swings back to the upside, which have been wonderful for everyone that's uh, stayed invested. I want to talk about that today with you also Um, I just got an email this morning um, from Investors Business Daily telling us that our um, SGI Global Fund was one of their best mutual funds in their international category, so excited about that, Um, but I'd really like to just get jump in and get started with the markets and kind of what you're seeing and hear from, you know, our institutional group as to what's going on today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bryce. I think this is a a good example. I was watching yesterday and one of the things I noticed in the big update, the market yesterday um, had such a great update that utilities yesterday actually outperformed. So the market S&P was up 6.2, but utilities were up 8.3. Also interesting note is consumer staples were up really big with the market. So to me, yesterday seemed like there was a rotation happening, and I was looking a little bit at this on Wednesday. Even with the big, uh, you know, not as big a way of update on Wednesday, but Tuesday, the really, really big update. Utilities actually were outperforming in that big update. So it seemed to me that at towards the later end of this rally. That we've had in the stock market, that there's been a rotation into more defensive names. People have been selling what's been working and getting into these names that were adding protection, maybe in anticipation for a day like today. Just checking the numbers this morning, the S and P was down three point three, and utilities were only down one point three, whereas consumer staples were only down one. So capturing not not a lot less than fifty percent of the downside in consumer staples. So names today, for example, like General Mills and Kroger, which has been beaten up, they're up today even though the market is down. And other names that are really close are names like Clorox. It's kind of flat, and Walmart's kind of flat. So we're seeing these consumer staples, utility names, doing really well today in the market. And I think you know one of the things I want to get across today is. You think about this protection that you think utilities provide, and over the years, they've done that. You know, they have a very reoccurring income. Um, it's a flight to safety, a lot of times in down markets, especially ones that are maybe only down 5 or 6 or 7%. People will fly to utilities a little bit, and they have provided good protection in those type of markets. But today, I want to introduce the new utility going forward. So, from an investment management standpoint, as an institutional investment manager, I think that healthcare is the new utility. If you think of just in time manufacturing, where they order things just in time when they need them, that does not work for healthcare anymore. You cannot have just in time masks, just in time ventilators, just in time in the case of pandemics. If you look at banks, they had just in time cash. And what happened during the Great Depression? What happened almost during 2008? Without the help of the Fed, we had great run on banks. And the Fed was created primarily to provide liquidity for the banks. And that's totally solved the problem. No one today in 2020 is running on banks. We may be running on grocery stores, but we're not running on banks. The Fed solved the problem. And to get a little bit more uh, more detailed on that, you can watch... Uh, Neil Kashkiri's interview he's the president of the Minnesota Fed uh, Federal Reserve Bank his interview on 60 Minutes on Sunday and if you had any doubt or question of the power of the Fed you'll not, you'll, you're not going to have any of those questions after watching that segment on 60 Minutes so going back, that's been solved well now the, the, the problem with reusing masks and limited ventilators and, and, and things that we can never have that again you have to provide more money for these hospitals. They have to have reserves, just like banks have reserves, for any type of problems. And that, I think, is, you know, you look at the bill, $16 billion in this new spending bill is towards pharma. So, in more pharma supplies, we got to have a backload of medicines, right? You look at the bill, uh, devices and equipment, $117 billion are going to go to hospitals to buy you know, devices, equipment, and better rooms. And the reality is there's problems. You look at hospitals. Hospitals have what's called negative pressure rooms. These are rooms where the air is kind of ventilated outside and not to other areas of the hospital. In great hospitals, fantastic hospitals, maybe they'll have 20 rooms. Like Utah's primary children's hospital has 20 negative pressure rooms, two of which are in the ER. That's it. 20. Utah has over 400 cases right now, not all, thankfully, at one hospital. But this is how your hospitals get overrun. So, in the future, I see that healthcare has to become the new utility. It has to become a staple where we are buying these devices, we are making these devices. So, right now, I see the staple primarily in the growth area in devices and equipment and supplies being produced by the healthcare industry. So from an investment manager that's what I'm looking at today, not as much as the service supply, you know, the the healthcare services and insurance companies, they're out there, not as much as the Rite Aids or the CVS or the Walgreens, they're out there, but I'm looking at the people that are supplying them, the supplying the masks and supplying the ventilators. This is what needs to grow and needs to do it needs to grow really fast not only to confi- fight COVID-19 and this Coronavirus, but to 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 sure them up like the banks were in 2008, so that in 10 years or 20 years, there's not never going to be another problem like this in America. Long story there, Bryce, but that's my take on the markets today.
0: Well, that's great insight, and uh, it be it'll be interesting to see how that plays out here over the next months and years, because there clearly has been shown that there's a lack of infrastructure within the US healthcare system to to handle this overwhelming amount of people becoming sick at the same time. And it's something that has happened long before in the past uh, in the US, back with the Spanish flu in the 1918, 1919 time period. Uh, but that will be a, that's a great call. So interesting to see how the portfolio changes around that with you know opportunity looking forward down the line. Any other thoughts today, Dave? Before we uh, sign off for the, today's podcast,
1: you know, just that uh, we talked about this before. Don't get head faked, you know, in these inner innings. I definitely think we're now out, finally out of that third inning where the market really ran. Uh, to the upside, and we're investing in things like cruise lines. Cruise lines were up like 50%. Not not SGI was investing in them. The market was investing in them, just to be clear. Up 50%. But, you know, cruise lines, it's my understanding, not a one of them are domiciled in the U.S. Not a one of them have ever paid U.S. taxes. So why should the taxpayers bail them out? Except for that we probably have U.S. workers working there, yes. But having said that, to yesterday they sold off almost 20%. Why? because there's nothing in the bill to support them up. And it wouldn't be surprising at all if we see some, you know, uh, bankruptcies there. So we are not touching travel as of yet, right? So airlines, bless their hearts, cruise lines, uh, anything hotels, anything with that is still needs to be avoided. The volatility is off the charts and it's just a trader's market They are not an investor's market, so.
0: Love it. Okay. Excellent insight. Appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you real soon. Thanks, Bryce.